Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Have you ever had a, a mess, stuff lying around in your home that uh, was either your mess or somebody's, somebody else's, and you've just uh, left it for somebody else to deal with? Now, if it's your mess and you leave it for somebody else, that's just ignorant. Right, yes. Do you find yourself kind of running around cleaning up after family members? Uh, or are they chasing you around and cleaning up after you? <laughs> Probably more than vice versa than for me. But uh, with boys, I, I would I would leave it there for the lesson of making them do it later. Mm. I, I for the longest time uh, I couldn't I couldn't allow especially with dishes I just couldn't allow things to just sit and sit. But I don't know somewhere along the way in my house people decided to have uh, glasses of water constantly on the go and I know staying hydrated is important but I would just see these glasses everywhere all the time half empty they'd sit and sit for what well, I couldn't allow it more than you know an afternoon at one point now they sit there for weeks wow weeks wow. maybe I'm exaggerating days? maybe Even days days for sure days right uh, well they've just completely forgotten it see like if so if I have a drink in the morning uh and and uh well, after this show, I normally need to drink in the morning. Um, <laughs> I've already I, been drinking. I would leave my glass on the counter mm-hmm. to be used later that day, and it'd be out on the counter. So if you had, say, orange juice in the morning, would you then rinse out that glass and then have water or something else, an iced tea or some other drink in it later? You'd keep using that glass? I, I might. Well, if it's orange juice, I would probably put it. But if I had, like, water in the morning, I'd just leave that out, mm. and I'd wash it later on. Yeah, like I just rinse everything. If I have a glass of orange juice before I come to work, I I, I rinse it out because I I want to get the uh, scent of the vodka gone. <laughs> no need Maria. You're drinking it now first thing in the morning. But uh, I've been more, especially when it comes to dishes. I'm more when uh, I'll let them pile up through the day and just do them all in one go, rather than do a, a, a steady volume of them as I go along. But do you allow them to sit in the sink with, like, food still in them, or will you go and rinse them out at least? I don't know if I'd rinse, but I'd certainly, like, brush out any food that's on them. Yeah, I I mean, I'll come home, and, and it looks like we've just hosted a, a breakfast banquet. <laughs> and the dishwasher got fired. Now, they're, that's a little ignorant, because they're leaving them for you to do. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they just, I, I, And they know... <laughs> that oh, yeah. you can't leave it be, right. and you'll just mutter and do them yourself. Now, it's just down to Maria and I, and I must admit, being you give everybody their due, Daniel, my oldest, when they were living with us, he'd do all those morning dishes in the afternoon when he was having his lunch. Gotcha. And then I would put them all away. We had a nice little routine worked out. Right. But, uh, yeah, it, it just, I can't, and, I, and I'm just, I'm getting to a point where I really am becoming, what's the word, uh, is it minimalistic, or I just, I want for nothing. I don't need stuff. Mm. I really, you know, like, between my, when, since my dad passed, all his stuff we brought back, which I just wanted to get rid of, it's piling up in the back room. I, you know, when you think about, in all honesty, of all your crap, the yeah. thing, how much of it you, if it was taken away from you tomorrow, you'd never miss it. Almost, right. I bet you, three quarters of the stuff you own. If yeah, it disappeared, prob- you'd probably go, eh. Probably, until I needed it. But and you haven't needed it for I six haven't years. Needed. And you know what? The other day I came across this list of some of like the most um, uh, valuable baseball cards. Mm. And one of them 
was like an upper deck card that they made for Michael Jordan when he quit basketball mm-hmm. to start baseball and his like rookie baseball card. And this thing they said was valued at like 400 bucks. Mm-hmm. And I know I have that card. Have you gone to look for it? No, I haven't gone to look for it. <laughs> a list was put together of the cheesiest hair metal ballads that period of the uh, late 80s. Uh, when, uh, the hairspray was flowing. And, uh, I, that was kind of, I probably, my, uh, I guess late teens, maybe. Yeah, probably. In my, and so I was fully aboard. <laughs> flowing hair, <laughs> the cigarettes. You bought right in? Oh, I was totally aboard. Now, there was some of it I couldn't stand, but, uh, oh, yeah, I. I could uh, put on a Spotify playlist of cheesy hair metal ballads and probably sing along word for word to almost all of them. Uh, So a list was put together of uh, bands that had the best, cheesiest, full fromage hair metal ballads. Uh, Striper had, honestly. Striper. Enough's Enough. I don't even know if I remember who the hell Enough's Enough is. Right. They had a tune called Fly High Michelle. I'm going to suspect she died somewhere in that song. Okay. Nelson had After the Rain. I remember uh, that. Winger with Headed for a Heartbreak. Winger. <laughs> the names of the bands were as cheesy as the songs. White Lion and Wait. Right. Cinderella, Don't Know What You Got Till It's Gone. Cherry Pie. Remember that one? Yeah. That was a good one. Not a ballad, but a good one. White Str- Snake makes this. Makes this no, they're not in the top. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She's my cherry pie. Stripper anthem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a little more upbeat, though. Yeah, Not that wasn't necessarily the, the power ballad. But a good one. That was a great 80s tune. <laughs> See, and it's just guilty pleasure. Like, I know it's bad. Right. It's not good. Mm-hmm. But I shouldn't even say that. Look, hey, whatever music you dig, you dig. And the music is very uh, subjective. You know, what you consider to be terrific... Like, you love Dave Matthews. Right. I, for a second, don't get it. Uh-huh. You know, so it's whatever you're into. So it's probably unfair to mock it. Yeah, but <laughs> you've got to be able to take a look back at it. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I find this happens all the time. And at, like, a Long McQuaid or you go to, like, a musical store. Mm-hmm. Or even you go to some um, shows in the city that are not necessarily your headliner top bands. Mm. You'll run into dudes that you know just loved that cheesy hair metal. Mm-hmm. Because they're still wearing it. Still rocking. <laughs> they're still rocking the crimp yeah. or like the long flowing locks. Yeah. Really tight jeans with some sort of boot mm-hmm. that go along with it. And yeah. you think, boy, dude, you never got out of it. Yeah. Yeah, but I guess, you know, you could go and see some kind of 90s... Um, uh, grunge band, and they, they, you know, there'd be dudes still rocking their flannel and their Doc Martens. Oh yeah, there's idiots still with green hair and you know, <laughs> spiking it around. <laughs> like <laughs> you're picking up your kid from daycare, and you look like you just left a Blink 182. Right? right. <laughs> Are you trying to look like at the sock? <laughs> uh, Firehouse had a tune called "Love of a Lifetime." Right. And a band that the lovely Maria was so into, and I couldn't stand Europe. In the <laughs> final countdown. They had another song? Carrie was their, oh. uh, was their metal ballad. 
But here is what is considered the top three cheesiest hair metal ballads. Number three. I could cry right now. I'm not kidding. I actually went to the Bud stage or whatever it was and I saw these guys. Oh. Sang along, top of my lungs. It's a thing of beauty. There is no cheese level higher. It's the stinkiest of the cheese. Yes. And this is number one. crew you're all i need i don't even know that i recognize right, that song. yeah like in my mind for sure every rose has its thorn is number one mm-hmm. by a landslide that's <laughs> just, just imagining a woman now looking at vince neal singing that to her <laughs> maybe not <laughs> no now vince neal sings all i need is a double pizza pie <laughs> This is such a strange story because there's two different sides to it now as I'm reading a little more about it. Um, Megan and Harry Markle <laughs> claim, claim that they almost met the same fate as his mom. Or at least this is what Harry's people are saying. Uh, Tuesday night, Megan received an award at a ceremony in New York City. Megan, Harry, and Megan's mom left the ceremony about 10 p.m., got into an SUV, drove off. With a police escort. They claim the paparazzi followed and things got dangerous. These two are such a soap opera. Harry says, or Harry's reps say, this relentless pursuit lasted over two hours, resulting in multiple near collisions involving other drivers on the road, pedestrians, and NYPD officers. Wow. Sources say photographers were driving on the sidewalk, running red lights, driving the wrong way on one-way streets. The mayor of New York City, Eric Edwards, held a press conference and called the paparazzi reckless and irresponsible. Yet, NYPD police have now said there was none of this. Whoa. This I saw just in a Vanity Fair thing. So, okay, first of all, it makes no sense whatsoever. It didn't even make sense when it happened to Princess Diana. Yeah. They're in an SUV. I'm going to assume this SUV has got tinted windows. All you have to do is get your arse out of whatever building you're in, in the car, go to your hotel or your private plane, and leave. Right. Why the chase? What, two hours? Where the hell are you driving in New York City for two hours? Well, depending on traffic, that could be a block. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, Diana was different. I don't know if that car had tinted windows and she was leaving a scene with her boyfriend, right? Yeah. But so it, there was uh, interest as to where they were going. going. Yeah. But just the the high-speed chase thing. Again, Megan and Harry, I don't know who decided it had to be a high-speed chase from the paparazzi. Like, are you trying to relive your mom's life? Like, what what's going on there? Yeah. It's so strange. Do we see this with any other celebrities? You would think if if he was that concerned about it, he would just tell his crew to, hey, slow down. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. 
it's in my mind, it's almost like they 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 relish this stuff. They it love is weird, the drama too. of their lives. Because if you did that with the president, you know, they would slow down that motorcade, and the police yeah. uh, would arrest those who were chasing them down yeah. or being dangerous. Right? They had again, supposedly, uh, police escorts. Right. So, how does any of this unfold? Why do they need a police escort in the first place? I don't know. You know what makes drives Why is she getting an award? <sighs> Most annoying human being. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest soap opera actress ever. <laughs> this is a woman who is so far down the list of celebrity importance before she met him. You wouldn't have known this woman if you bumped into her on the street. Right. She was in a, a well, show. Well, many probably did in Canada. They, yeah. They filmed well, in Toronto. This is a woman who was like, uh, how big of a cast was on Suits? Like dozen people? Uh, the recurring roles, a half dozen. Yeah. All right, well, a half dozen. She was about the seventh <laughs> in importance. You know what's funny is if if she wasn't on the show, I would tell you to go back and watch it because it was a good show. I couldn't. I, yeah, I couldn't now. No, I the sight of her would spoil it for you. I'd be throwing up in my suit. <laughs> oh, just there's her. Her, in my, what I believe is that her idea of her self-importance is so out of control mm. and so massive. Again, there are celebrities way larger. And first of all, Megan, the only real star in that car is your husband. Right. There are other celebrities who get awards and, and go out and do things all the time and get followed around. This never happens to them, or at least we don't hear about it. Right. But with these two... The paparazzi's in their toilet. Yeah, I, it, it's amazing how that works for some. And and you're right. I think they draw it to themselves. Yeah. Because, I mean, he could have taken the subway. <laughs> she should be on the subway. <laughs> and one, they could have gotten there faster. Yeah. And, and two, I mean, if you really wanted to, if, if you don't make a, a big deal of it, people don't make a big deal of it. Now, and why do they need... Okay, the SUV gets you around. Somebody's driving. Totally understand that. Why do you need the escort, the cops? You're, you're not... Is it because he's still royalty, I guess, on some level? No, but uh, I but, thought they'd give it up on all, all of that. Well, supposedly. But I, I, there must be still some level of security paid for him by the royal family. Wasn't that the problem here in Canada? We were angry that we would have to foot the bill for his security. Well, and that was one of his issues with his dad, is that he they wanted to, to let go of all their duties, mm. but they still needed royal protection. The two of them are a couple of duties. <laughs> got to clear the air here with you, Lucky. Uh, you haven't said anything about my haircut. You don't notice me anymore. What? You, I, I got a haircut. You That's a haircut? You didn't say anything. It's cut? Well, I know you have your boys walking around like they're in the military. <laughs> they're, they're, they're shaved Not at all. It's, just, it's, it's a haircut. Right. Well, how really am I supposed to tell? You, 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 I'm just, my point is, we've been together now for so long, you, you just take me for granted. Right. Like, when I cut my hair, it's, it's short. Like, you could but tell. You never let it grow cut. that long. I, I had like an inch uh, and a half taken off. It didn't, did it really? Yeah. It was really long. Huh. Hmm. I notice when you change things. <laughs> well, you're also scrambling in here, just like right out of the shower. Listen. Pretty hard to tell. No, it, but it's, I've been in front of you now for two and a half hours. Yeah, but I don't, what am I, you, you, like, fawning over you? We should. <laughs> I 
compliment you. What is, why are you so insecure? What is it with you? You can never show another fella a little something. Right. I'm very sensitive. Like it's all over the place. It's not like you put product in it and put yes, some effort into there's it. product in it, and this is an effort. <laughs> Listen, you call that an effort? No, I had a hat on, and I took it off. I see you on the TV. It's spiked up like you're in a punk band. Right. You got no hair to play with anyhow. That's what it is. You're jealous. I say goodbye and good riddance to Mississauga. <laughs> now that this heel break is happening up, yeah, I, you're I, a real West End boy. I'm a you? West End boy. I'm a West End girl. West End boy. Right. Um, uh, I'm a Bramley boy. You got Brampton, Bramley. The, the, uh, the lovely Maria's from Brampton, wrong side of the tracks. I'm from Bramley. Um, I didn't realize they were separate. They are. Well, Brampton, I guess, was. Brampton has always seemed like the. Well, what am I looking for? Um, ghetto. <laughs> and. <laughs> And Bramley was always Pleasantville. Right. Uh, no, but Bramley was kind of like the subdivision, I guess. It was all homes and such to Brampton that had more of the industry and businesses. And gotcha. The big downtown core. Right. The four corners of your Brampton. Mm -hmm. Anyhow, there was always a feud going on between Mississauga and Brampton. Mississauga, oh, I always couldn't stand those people. They always mocked us. You know, Brampton's always, I think much like growing up in Oshawa, it's always been made fun of, right? right. Brampton had the same thing. And uh, and so Mississauga always thought it pooped, its poop didn't stink, you know. And Hazel McCallion, who was a great mayor for Mississauga, she was able to rope the province into paying for all sorts of crap in Mississauga that never got used. It was farmland, and she built the city, basically put in roads and lights that nobody used. But she figured, well, I'll get the roads in, and then the business will come. Yeah. And it did, and it flourished, and it's massive. The population is huge. And we, you know, much like Durham region, same idea. All the municipalities they pool together to cover off things we need like mm -hmm. ambulance and garbage pickup and sewers or whatever we got we got going it, it all comes out of one big pool but i guess uh mississauga's had enough they want their own pool right so i say drown in it <laughs> <laughs> never could stand that town but you also lived in caledon too which I is kind of know. lost in the mix in all of this well Caledon, you know it's interesting with caledon because it very much is um smaller population base is smaller there's a lot of money up there yeah so i don't know i didn't even realize i don't think even when i paid my taxes in caledon that it was going to peel it, it always went to the town of caledon i always thought okay. i think they're more of an entity even though they might be a little bit under that peel umbrella right i don't really think they are totally well i guess your garbage and recycling pickup would have come from peel yeah maybe Anyhow, yeah, it, it would you know it's it would be much like um, be much like Pickering and Ajax and Curtis or Clarington. Oh no, Clarington's a different region different, all its yeah. own, right? Curtis is under Clarington, right? Or does does Durham end at Oshawa? No, it just kind of continues on a little bit. Then Bowmanville gets involved separately, but there's okay. there's ties between the two mm. regionally. And I'm still confused about is is Oshawa. Are they in on the whole GTA thing? Like Brampton and Bramalee and Mississauga all became, even down to Hamilton, all became part of that GTA, the Golden Horseshoe thing. Right, yeah. But but, but did Durham Oshawa kicked and fought against it, right? Dur Durham was kind of kept separate somewhat. But, yeah. I mean, let's face it, they are part of the GTA. When people, yeah. 
you're living and commuting back and forth between each other. Like, now they want to say GTA in Hamilton area, which to mm. me seems like Hamilton's like a, a far stretch from downtown. It's, you know, it's big enough. Like, if you ever do the haul across from east to west or west to east, when you're on the 407 or the 401 doing over a buck 20 for an hour. Right. And, you know, just to get from one end to the next, it's massive. Mm-hmm. Now, as I just mentioned, Brampton, Bramalee never really liked Mississauga. Mississauga looked down their nose at Brampton, Bramalee. Uh, was there ever that between, like, Ajax, Pickering, Whitby, and Oshawa? What, are you kidding me? Of course. Yeah, Whitby, Whitby, Mississauga of the East End. Oh, really? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> they, they and think furthermore, Brooklyn, because Brooklyn yeah. doesn't want to be associated with Whitby. Right. There's no snobbier group of people. Right. There's no more soccer moms, Lululemon, <laughs> hockey wives than there is in Brooklyn, Ontario. We, we already said it. It should be Luluville up there. <laughs> Right, so, yes, Whitby's always thought it it's poop doesn't stink, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, uh, Pickering, I've always kind of thought, in my short time living here, uh, is kind of on its own. Ajax seems like the red-headed stepbrother. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, for a while, it was like the village of Ajax, right. too, right? Right. And it had no real identity until mm. they built a Costco. <laughs> <laughs> if that's your identity. Yeah. But then it, when things got busier there, right? Yeah. yeah. And well, they built so that small. whole area around that there. It's so small, too, Ajax. Uh-huh. It's, t- it's the tiniest of the, the townships, I think. Yes. Like, yeah, if, you, if Brooklyn's not its own, then yeah, yeah. Ajax would be smaller in there. Hmm. The other difference between the West End and the East End is why is it in the East End you people have to claim you live in all these little hamlets? <laughs> that drives me crazy. There's got to be dozens of hamlets in Whitby and dozens of them in Ajax and Pickering. Right. And when we talk to people, they, they, I, I live in Shoelace. Yeah. What the hell is Shoelace? <laughs> it's a town of four people. There's more people in this room. No, you live in Pickering. Right. What is that? Why is that? I don't know. I really don't know. But you see that, uh, maybe it's the rural thing. Maybe. You go along Highway 70, you get places like Locust Hill and right. Right. Green Mile or whatever the hell they are. Yeah. yeah. People have some sort of pride in it. The Pontypool. <laughs> now that. <laughs> okay. you give me the exception give cause, cause Ponty... Wait, Listen, you're going to see a lot of them when you go golfing yeah, today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ponty, Pontypool is it, it's heaven on earth. Rock Mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.